And here he is, the best ever. Ray Kelly, how are you, pal? Hey, I'm fine, but thank you so much for those uh, kind remarks. It's true. Uh, and, and really it's not just it. me. I'm just a dopey radio guy. But so many guys that put their lives on the line for you have said to me, I swear to you, Ray, there's no reason for me to butter you up. They've said to me, I would do it for Ray. I would do it again. And a lot of these police commissioners don't get that type of love today. So you tell me, well, what do you think it was? Why do you think, above and beyond Sid Rosenberg, all these cops to this day love and revere you? What was it? What was your your managerial style like that that was the case? Uh, that Well, I always say that I learned just about everything I knew about leadership from the Marine Corps. I was in the Marine Corps, active duty, went to Vietnam. I was in for 30 years in the uh, in the reserves, and um, they do a great job of teaching you, embedding those leadership principles in you. And uh, you know, I, I I hope that a lot of things I did were reflected of uh, my Marine Corps training because it was great training. You know, I'm embarrassed because of all the nice things I say about you and how often you come on this show, which I appreciate. I never knew that. I knew your son Greg was a hero and served our country very, very proudly, and clearly he got that from you, so the apple didn't fall far from the tree. But I had no idea both of you guys served this country. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I had three older brothers who were in the Marine Corps, so I had no choice. <laughs> I, I had to go in. You had to go in. So um, were you uh, in, in a fighting place at some point? or? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you were? Where were <laughs> oh, you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was in the way Fubai. I was in uh, the I-Corps, which is where the Marine Corps was uh, in Vietnam. I was there in 1966, and it was uh, a great experience. War is terrible. War is hell, as they all say. But if you live through it, you you can take away a lot of lessons. And I think uh, I did that, uh, and and it was all in all a a benefit uh, to me and maybe my leadership style. I don't know. Well, no, it probably is. And before we get to your leadership style here in New York, you know, this war in Israel rages on. I know, Ray, you listen to me every day, and I'm humbled by that. You you know I'm angry, and I'm pissed, and I'm upset, and a range of emotions every morning. And uh, as the Israelis get set now for days, days, to start their ground incursion, waiting on Joe Biden to give them permission, which is ridiculous. But as as they get set to go in, as a Marine, you know how difficult war is. Could you imagine traveling through 300 miles of tunnel, which is about two inches wide. And in those tunnels, explosives and snipers and booby traps, all in an attempt to save 22 people when 1,500 people died. I mean, that's got to be, if you're a kid right now waiting to go in there, that's got to be terrifying, no? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's one of the most difficult environments, of course, to have to uh, conduct an operation in. Uh, I just think about those those hostages. It actually kind of makes me sick. Think about potentially what's being done to them. You saw that woman yesterday who they freed. She's 80 years old. She was beaten by them. So, what, you know, these are depraved. They're not even humans. They're just animals. To do that to fellow fellow human beings, it's just not a question of killing them. It's torture. No, it's worse. And in fact, I played a cut yesterday, Ray, from an IDF guy who was on the ground on October the 7th, and he said he came upon a bomb shelter, and the Hamas animals were there. This is so unbelievable. 
I've got a 19-year-old daughter, as you know, Ray, and she's beautiful. My daughter, Ava, in college now in Europe. These animals actually went into the bomb shelter, handpicked the pretty girls. They took the pretty girl out, and they said, you for rape. And when they were done picking out the pretty girls who they're raping continuously day in and day out, the rest of the people, they threw two grenades in there and killed them all. But these young girls, they took them back. And there's about, I don't know exactly how many, but I saw the pictures of the hostages. There's a bunch of 18 to 30-year-old girls that are very, very attractive. And these girls are somewhere probably naked right now in a tunnel somewhere. Go through how many guys a day? I don't know. And we don't want, we want a ceasefire? People in this country want a ceasefire? What am I missing, Ray? Tell me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did an anti-Semitism survey for Ron Lauder a couple of years ago. And one of the things that shocked me is when I looked at college campuses, I had no idea how entrenched, how embedded the, the supporters of Hamas were. They get money from overseas. All I do is harass Jewish students, harass Jewish events on, on campus. But it's widespread. It's over 100 major campuses in the United States that are, that are plagued uh, by these people. So how can anybody support what's been going on there? It's just it's, it's incredible. And yet we are living amongst them. I mean, as you said, the, the, the disorders the other day, five, 6,000 people in the streets of of Bay Ridge, they're raucous. Look what they're saying and, and, and shouting and doing to the to the cops. I mean, there's no respect for you know for the police anymore, and it, it is it is <laughs> the world is upside down and, and unfortunately. But I uh, uh, yes, I, I feel for the IDF troops that are going to have to uh, go in there, and uh, maybe this delay is a good thing. Maybe they're getting their you know the right equipment in place. Uh, they're making the right plans. Maybe they're better than just rushing. Uh, right in there, but you're, you're probably right that the Biden administration is, is, yeah. is playing a role in holding them yeah, up. Yeah, I'm sure. But, but you're right. There's, a, there's an intelligence seek also that's important. I think that the Israelis, the longer they wait, are basically admitting how rigorous and difficult and deadly this incursion is going to be. And you can appreciate that, Ray, because it's not just a bunch of guys and girls wearing blue suits and carrying guns walking around the city. You guys uh, actually rely on a whole bunch of intelligence, whether it is a rally coming to Brooklyn on a Saturday night or a possible terrorist coming in through a border or a terrorist attack like you guys thwarted not that long ago in that van in Times Square. If anybody can appreciate intelligence, it's the New York Police, uh, Police Department commissioner, right? Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of help. Uh, David Cohn was 35-year veteran. Of the CIA, I was able to bring him into the department. He did a terrific job. We had uh, intelligence experts from the DEA, FBI, DIA, all the leaded agencies. We had retired and active duty personnel working with the NYPD, and they did a terrific job. And we had no terrorist events, even though we had 16 plots under the Bloomberg administration. No successful terrorist event. So it's something that uh, we're proud of, but you got to keep your eye on the ball every day. You need a 360-degree uh, perimeter. We had put people overseas as listing posts. That was very, very helpful. And um, it's something that, again, has to be a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week uh, job. New York, let's face it, it's a target. A lot of people see it as the capital of the, the of the world. You have uh, 10 million people a day, in a, a workday, and 
in the city. Uh, you've got the UN, you've got the financial capital of the world still. So New York has to be aware, has to be vigilant, has to be on guard all the time. Uh, you can't take your pack off. So if you were running this department today, you would have uh, these things to worry about. Illegals, migrants, asylum seekers, call them what you want. Uh, I realize the overwhelming majority are not bad people. I get it. But all you need is a few bad apples, and we've seen that already. Seen some of these guys rape women in Buffalo, in Philadelphia. So you got that crisis, right? Then you've got just the everyday New Yorkers that are committing horrendous crimes every day on the subways, in the streets, home invasions, breaking into cars. You got that. Now you have the real possibility, Ray, that Hamas and ISIS and all these folks have snuck in over the last three years as well. I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't want Eddie Caban's job today, not for a million dollars. But you probably yeah. would, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I, look, he's a good man. Uh, we got to give him some time. But it is a very complex environment that uh, he, he's now working in. And, uh, you know, the department is short of people. Uh, they're still hemorrhaging cops. They're still leaving in greater numbers than they could be hired. 